Hey, everybody, if you want to tell the world something or sell the world something, head on over to Squarespace because they're going to help you build the website of your dreams. Say you want to sell some custom merch. Well, you can set up your online store, whether you sell physical, digital, or service products. Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. So go to squarespace.com stuff right now, and you will face a free trial. And when you get ready to launch, use our offer code STUFF, and then you'll save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. How could you go wrong with Squarespace? Hello, and welcome to The Short Stuff. I'm Josh. There's Chuck. There's Josh. And this is Short Stuff, like I said. Your nickname is Josh. Which is short for Joshua. That makes sense. <laughs> it does, almost boringly <laughs> so. Your nickname is Chuck, which is short for Chuck. No, nope. it's short for Charles. <laughs> yeah, that's what kind of got me onto this. I, I realized I sort of never knew how Chuck came from Charles. And there are a lot of examples of names that uh, we're going to go through right now that don't quite make sense. And there are some interesting and murky stories behind a lot of these. Well, let's start with yours, with okay. Chuck. I always thought Chuck was short for Chuck Chuck Bo Buck, <laughs> but it's not. It's it's short for Charles, but it doesn't really make sense. I mean, there is the C-H that, that you know, you're like, well, okay, they're associated in that way. That's about it, though. But it turns out that the story behind how Chuck got associated with Charles is one of the most fascinating, convoluted stories that anyone's ever come up with. <laughs> and unlike most nicknames for English language names. Um, it does not come from England or even from the UK or Europe. It comes from America, specifically the Lower East Side of New York in Chinatown, where there was a guy named um, George Washington O'Connor who came to be known as the first Chuck, Chuck O'Connor, or That's just right. Chuck Connors. Yeah, uh, and not the Chuck Connors, the actor. Uh, the rifleman. The, yeah, that's a little confusing. But this is a gangster. He grew up in Chinatown, and this is how the story goes. You know, we weren't there. Um, hung out in Chinatown a lot by growing up there, obviously, and became known as the mayor of Chinatown. And he says that he got the name Chuck because he loved Chuck steak. And everyone else said, that's not true, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. He's the guy. He should know. But... Uh, other people have pointed to the 1850 census in the U.S., where if you look at those names and you pick out the Chucks or the variations of Chuck, they were Chinese. He's right. in Chinatown, yeah. variations of Chuck in Chinatown. And so basically, when he dies, they misprint his name as Charles. He never right. was Charles. No, it was George. So it was just basically a big mistake. I'm a big mistake. <laughs> well, your nickname is, that's all. Yeah. Not a bad one. Not How bad. How about another? How about um, Hank? Hank is short for Harry or Henry, right? Yeah, weird. But this one makes more sense. It does. It's actually pretty straightforward. Um, Hank, H-E-N-K, is actually the Dutch name for Henry. Right. And so back in the 16th, 17th, 18th century, again, around New York with all the Dutch settlers, they would have called somebody whose name was Henry, Hank, H-E-N-K, which eventually became Hank. Pretty boring until you realize that the original nickname for Henry wasn't Hank, but among English speakers, it was Harry. So much so that Prince Harry, his real name is actually Prince Henry, Didn't which I had that. no idea yeah. until today, uh -huh. yesterday. <laughs> 
Same here. Uh, this one is super interesting <clears throat> because I've often pondered, how does a Richard become a dick? Mm-hmm. And this one is, uh, this one kind of goes back to medieval times when basically there were kind of like four names. You were John, William, Robert, or Richard. Um, and then there was always like, you know, Serge over in the corner. <laughs> but it was basically those four names, more or less. Mm-hmm. And so it got really confusing. And so nicknames became really popular. So you could sort out your Richards and your Roberts and your Johns and your Williams. Yeah, because not only did they all have the same first name, people didn't have last names by that time yet. It was just so confusing back then. It, it really was. So people started coming up with rhyming names where the first letter would be different, right? Yeah, you had to make sure you were killing the right guy. Right, exactly. You know? <laughs> right. So Richard has always had the shortened form of Rick, basically. Yeah. But because you might know seven Ricks, you might also call one of them Hick or Dick because rhyming names and switching letters with an H or a D was very, very popular back when people had absolutely nothing to do but farm and then die. <laughs> So they would come up with with stuff like this. So the original nickname for Richard was Hick um, at first, from what I understand. Yeah, the the same for Robert. Uh, Robert wasn't Bob at first. It was Dob or Hob. Mm -hmm. And then Bob came along much later for the same reason. Yeah, and actually you can see this. There are people walking around with the last names of Hobson Mm -hmm. or Dobson. Son of Hob. That would be the son of a Bob or a Robert who is nicknamed Hob or Dob by the people, again, who had nothing to do with their time. All right, this is getting really confusing, so we're going to take a quick break okay. and come back and talk about Williams and Margaret's and Sarah's and Anne's and John's right after this. All right, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. Because in Monopoly Go, you can team up with your friends for timed tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. It's very nice. That's right. And the more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. I'm talking about unique stickers that you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, or hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges, like digging for treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. That's right. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it now for free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! Hey friends, did you know that it's estimated that 85% of all customer service interactions are automated? Yeah, it's true, and customers are the lifeblood of all business. So you probably don't want to put that responsibility in the hands of a robot. And that's why thousands of business owners call Ruby and hire them. That's right. Ruby is the virtual receptionist company who screens, transfers, and takes messages 24-7 all while making your customers feel special. Yep, you definitely don't want to hire a subpar front desk person. And with Ruby, they engage with your callers in a conversational way, just like your best employee would. 
That's right. Finding someone who cares about your business as much as you do feels impossible at times, but the team at Ruby are experts in providing the best customer experience and turn every ring into a relationship. Yep. This year can be your best year yet. Small, efficient changes can make a huge impact on your bottom line. That's right, and Ruby answers all of your calls live from right here in the U.S. They'll take messages, answer questions, route calls, and much more. Visit ruby.com, or better yet, give them a call at 844-900-R-U-B-Y. Okay, Chuck, William DeBill. Seems pretty straightforward. Will, Bill, it rhymes. But apparently that's not the the story behind it. If you go into the Irish Gaelic dialect, which is probably a form of Celtic, if you'll remember from the Druid episode, mm-hmm. if you um, look at the letter W, you would typically want to say W. But no, it actually makes a B sound. And so when William the Conqueror headed into Ireland in the late 17th century, um, he was not very well liked. And so the local uh, people who spoke Irish Gaelic saw that William and called him Billy. Instead of Willie, they called him Billy. King so Billy. King Billy was the first Bill, and that's how Bill became the nickname for William. But how does a Bill become a law? <laughs> uh, on Capitol Hill. It just <laughs> hangs around. Uh, ladies, we haven't forgotten about you. Uh, Mar- Peggy is a nickname for Margaret which this is where things get really interesting with the rhymes. Yeah, if you weren't interested before, prepare to be finally <laughs> in this episode. Because uh, apparently in the 1500s, in the 16th century, there was a uh, another fad for rhyming M names with P names. So the this is how it goes timeline-wise. Okay. Margaret becomes Marge. Mm-hmm. That becomes Mag, or mm-hmm. Madge, I guess. Um, that becomes Meg. Eventually, that becomes Meggie, perhaps, and then that becomes Peggy. Yep. Meggie, Peggy. And they say that that's the lineage, or not the lineage, but, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? The, uh, well, the lineage, I think that works. Yeah? The etymology, the evolution? Yeah, the evolution. There you go. Okay. That thing. Uh, Here's another one for Margaret. So, did you know that Daisy is a nickname for Margaret? I had never heard that. I hadn't either, which makes zero sense until you start speaking French. And you find out that um, Marguerite is the word for the flower daisy. And so some English speakers who were pretty full of themselves said, we're going to start calling Margaret's daisies. Okay, I buy that. I love it. Uh, Martha uh, would turn into uh, math or moth. Um, Eventually that would become Maddie and then Patty and then Patsy. So Patsy is apparently still a nickname for Martha. Did not know that one. I did not know that either. So my favorite of all is Anne to Nancy. Yeah, I like this one too, actually. So uh, instead of like calling, saying something was my, M-Y, people would say mine. And they would speak affectionately of people, or I guess possessively of people, by saying like, mine, Anne. Right. Right. And then, because people don't like to expend a lot of energy, that got shortened to Nan, my Nan, Nan, right? Yeah. And then Nan got kind of changed and, and dolled up to Nanny, and then Nancy, and then finally Nancy. So Nancy is a nickname for Anne. And the same thing also applies to, like, Ned 
Nelly, um, any any English name that begins with a vowel um, could be changed from mine Ed to Ned pretty easily. There's one apparently ascribed to Baby Talk, <laughs> or attributed to, I guess I should say. Sure, uh, Sarah. Um, apparently, some kids have problems pronouncing the little uh, the letter R. It'll sound like an L. So Sarah somehow makes the leap to Sally because of kids. I guess. Have you have you ever heard Sally is a nickname for Sarah? No. I always thought Sally was just that was just the name you were born with. Yeah. Or maybe here. it was short for salsa. Well, <laughs> you know. <laughs> My daughter started making up nicknames for her ghost friends, which I guess uh-huh. are imaginary friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's funny to see her just come up with these names because uh, yeah. one of them is Salsa. Oh, really? That's awesome. Yeah, there's uh, O.C., Salsa, Fossil, um, Andy, Seesaw, and Sue. She loves the sibilance, <laughs> huh? Yeah, I mean, it's it's all sort of, you know, it's it's uh, <laughs> she's working it out. You're like, it's all in good fun. <laughs> it is. But now, like, I reference Salsa or Fossil or Osi, <laughs> mm-hmm. and she's like, yeah, they're right over there. And then I laugh, but part of me goes, is my house haunted? <laughs> right. As long as they're not telling her to burn things, I think you're A-OK. <laughs> my, my oldest sister had imaginary friends, and they were named Bobby, Teak, and Peak. Bobby, Teak, and Peak? Mm-hmm. Was it Bobby, Teak is one name, or there were Bob- three. three people? There were three people. Oh, so there must be something to that. Yeah. Alliteration? I think so. All right, let's finish up with John and Jack being a nickname for John. Because I always, uh, when I first heard that, I think it was in the presidential debates when, uh, who was it that said, you're no Jack Kennedy? Uh, Lloyd Benson. Yeah, I remember hearing that and being like, who the heck is Jack Kennedy? (laughs) (laughs) I think he meant John. And yeah. uh, then I found out it was a nickname, and I never, I never quite got that until th- yesterday. Yeah, which is weird because nicknames are usually shortened names. This is just two four-letter names. I know John and Jack. But yeah, Jack is a is a nickname for John. And they there's a couple of theories. One is an easy one that it goes back to the Norman invasion, where the French would have brought the name Jacques over. That makes and sense. That, that people were like, oh, Jacques, Jack. You know, makes sense. The problem is, is that Jacques is the um, French name for James, not John. So there's a little bit of a hole in that one. Yeah, the other is, again, in medieval England, um, sometimes you would add K-I-N, Ken as a suffix. Mm -hmm. So William was Wilkin, Peter was Perkin, which is how you get things like, again, Wilkin's son or Perkins. Um, And apparently John became Jenkin. And Jenkin was shortened to Jink, which became Jack. I think really this just demonstrates no one knows where Jack came from. (laughs) I think so. So uh, there you go. Hopefully your name was in there. If it wasn't, you can make up your own nickname. It's cool. Um, Go ahead and let us know what it is. Find us somewhere on social or via email. Who knows? But we leave it up to you to determine which route to take. In the meantime, we're out of here with our short stuff. Stuff You Should Know is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.